See this? This is my boomstick. got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. And we're back. We're back again. Yeah. Popular demand. This is uh, Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number 23. My name is Mao, and we have... Dr. Morbius. Dr. Morbius. All right. Uh, now, I am going to ask everyone, make sure that you send us emails at Z-E-N-B-O-N-E at hotmail.com you can listen to some of our other projects i i am on a show called bunch of dorks and that is on itunes as is this show uh you can find a uh, bunch of dorks on itunes at just type in bunch of dorks or you can go directly to bunchofdorks.com and you can find us there you can also find slow robot agogo.wordpress.com uh, is this show's um site and Dr. Morbius, you have some other online concerns as well, don't you? Uh, Two Dimension Podcast, which uh, we do comic books. Come check us out. Yeah, where where you at? Uh, we're on a bunch of dorks. Ah, yeah. Slash uh, Two Dimension Podcast. Soon, very cool. Well, I think right. we're I think we're on now. I think now. Don, oh, yes, okay. I think Mr. Mr. Don Moria already set us up. Ah, very cool. All right. So, okay, first order of business. We did get our first viewer mail. We this, did? Yes. This comes to us from Clamps in St. Louis. He asks, where did we get our usernames? Or he said, he asked where we got our our on-air names. Okay. Well, so, obviously, you're you're a relative of, distant relative of Mao. <laughs> Chairman Mao? <laughs> Chairman Mao. <laughs> yes, exactly. From my deep Chinese heritage. No. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's just been a nickname from high school or from junior high. So I've been I've gone by Mao for many years. So that's that's all it is. How about you, Doctor Morbius? Well, I I am a uh, I am a distant relative of Doctor Morbius from uh, the Forbidden Planet movie. So that is where I got my uh, name from. Is that true? No. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's true. Okay, cool. But but, but I'm also known as Biff Morbius for all those. Who Care. Yes. Okay. So we'll just call you Doctor Morbius for short, because you got your doctorate degree in horror filmology, in, in popular culture. In popular culture. Very cool. All right. Thank you for your email, and uh, keep listening. And I hope you all uh, write in and let us know. Did, tell us. Did, did the emailer watch, uh, listen to our shows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he like the movies, or he or she, or didn't say. Just said uh, one of those kind of trapped at work uh, and gotcha. watched. So uh, or listened, not watched. Because there is going to be a contest. Ah, really? No, not really. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> we got you. Got to leave the build go for a while, Doctor okay, Morbius. I'm I mean, sorry. Yes, yes. Very I'm, riveting. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not professional show business yet, but I will be soon. But, yeah. yeah, we hope. Yeah. All right. Well, what is today's movie? What are we going to review today? Uh, the Thing. The Thing. You mean the 1951 The Thing? No. The uh, you 19- mean that? You mean the 2011 The Thing? No. Wait, there's another one? Believe it or not, Dr. Morbius actually saw it back in the theaters, back when the theaters were like $3 to get in. You really? Know, you, saw this, you saw this in the theater? I did see it in the theater in 1982. Wow, where was that? In uh, 
uh, where was it? In the beach, Miami Beach. Miami Beach. Oh, Miami very beach. cool. Miami Beach. <laughs> That's so awesome. Yes. We are talking about the one, the only, John Carpenter's The Thing. Thing. That's right. Um, there are three of these, and I have the original one uh, from 1951. Yes. Uh, and very good movie, very solid sci-fi movie. It's one of those classics that kind of has to be in your in your library if you consider yourself a sci-fi fan. To some you, you, you had to have seen it at some point in your life. Yeah, it's a very good movie. Uh, you know, And then the John Carpenter retelling of it... Um, it's very John Carpenter-esque. You know what I mean? That's all I can say. I'm a very big fan of John Carpenter and his crazy soundtracks and his over-the-top explosions that look like somebody like threw a firecracker and threw it. You know, there's certain looks that are just straight up him. Yeah. yeah and um, and but but I am endeared to him. And not that these are. I'm not saying that in a bad way. You know, I really enjoyed his movies, and um, I, I'm not a huge horror fan, believe it or not, but. Uh, before I left for Korea, this is about a year and a half ago, two years ago, me and a friend that do that TV show with uh, with me, uh, we were watching it, and it was, it was just one of those things where it was on, I think, Netflix or whatever, and we were like, oh, watch this, I loved uh, Ghost of Mars, I love, yeah, like, right. like, and uh, yeah. Escape from New York, of course, and I watched it, I couldn't believe how awesome it was. Well, the thing about this was uh, Carpenter, I think, uh, first worked with uh, Kurt Russell, who's the lead in this. Uh-huh. Uh, for about uh, in uh, on an Elvis movie, a TV Elvis movie around '79. Really? Yeah, they did a huh. TV Elvis movie, and I think that was Kurt Russell's one of his first like you know adult roles, maybe or something like that. And um, uh, from then on, I think they did uh, Escape from New York like in '81, and then the thing came yeah. like, a year later. Now, have they worked together since then? Well, there was Escape from L.A. There okay, was yeah, uh, yeah. Big Trouble in Little China. Was that? Was that him? That was Carpenter and oh, uh, really? uh, Kurt Russell. Yeah, well, I, I'm I am a sucker for Kurt Russell. I'm, I I I really enjoy his movies. I like yeah. his persona. He seems like the likable guy next door. I just like. You know, it's funny about this. He's got this look that looks like a combination of like bearded Jim Morrison. No, he looks like Jim Nor- Morrison. And a little bit of Dennis Wilson from the Beach Boys, like in the seventies. He's got that beard and that hair. It was kind of like okay. He that's had some cool. crazy stuff going on in this movie. He he really looked. Um, different, and he's yeah. and Kurt Russell is in death death proof. I guess that's what they call the Tarantino thing. Ah, yes. And he's going to be in another Tarantino movie. I read that's coming out this year called Django. Django Unchained. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So. Which at first I thought that was, I was excited about that because there's um spaghetti western. Yeah, but the the one Django is an anime that has um these guys dragging a coffin behind them. That oh. was just, it was came it, from spaghetti western. Yeah, it came from a spaghetti western. But the, yeah, yeah, I liked that one. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's a great movie. It and is. and then I was like, "Oh, awesome." And then but then I found out more about this one. It turns out it's just like a slave story. Yes, it's a sl- Yeah, right. You read and, the same and thing. And I was yeah. like, "Oh." Like I I was excited about it, but then I got not excited about it. Like, well, the cast looks really good. Don Johnson, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. Other, Joe McCraney, uh, the usual of course Samuel L. Jackson and right, you right. know, the cast of I I don't know. I probably we'll won't see, see it. <laughs> I have a real love-hate relationship yeah. with Tarantino. I don't know why. Did you like Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. Yeah, it was okay. I want to see the original. I've never seen the original. Oh, we should watch that. I yeah. have it. It's, uh, it's pretty I, cheesy. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty out there. So anyway, but, no, back to where we were. So, okay. And uh, the other one I like from Kurt Russell that almost no one else does is Soldier. I never saw that. I love that movie. He says like that. 13 words. I mean, he awesome. literally he literally says nothing. He's just like, but his emo, he, like 
He's uh, it's uh, it's great. It's a really great movie. Yeah. yeah, there was Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. that came. I loved both of those. I loved but I loved Escape from L.A. Everyone bags on it. I'm like, I don't even care. Snake Plissken. I love it. Yeah, and it's got Steve Buscemi in it, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna ever hate anything with Steve Buscemi and Snake Plissken in it. They could no. sit there and do a tap dance rendition of Paint Your Wagon. I'm going to go, it was awesome, because oh, I have to. Paint Your Wagon, that's what Clint Eastwood sang. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had that on soundtrack on vinyl, dude. Oh, dude. <laughs> I found that for a quarter. I was like, yeah! Oh, man. <laughs> Paint Your Wagon on vinyl. Oh, I was like, boy. blam! <laughs> Who's up in this, bitches? Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Yeah, well, Kurt, well, Kurt was a Disney guy early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The computer who wore tennis shoes and That's all that right. other stuff. Yeah, he's, he he's one of those guys I just don't hate. And no I matter what he does, I don't. I give him even if it sucks, I give it slack because I like him yeah, so I, much. I think you know, so. I think you're right. And he was also I was watching on TV today on an episode of. Lost in space. He was like a little kid, and he had like a fight with Billy Moomy. It was kind of interesting <laughs> to see these two like you know wow. go at it or whatever. It's, yeah. it's interesting to see the chart of their stardom too. Cause yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wonder who won the fight because I know who won the uh, yeah. acting thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One got Goldie Hawn, and the other one's like uh, homeless. <laughs> no, 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 movie, movie does well. <laughs> actually, 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 you know, I remember the song Fish Heads? Yeah. That's Billy yeah. Moomy and Miguel Ferrer from Barnes and Barnes. So, That's right. Uh, he's had an interesting career. He was a, he was a great child actor. You Who know, was the child actor that discovered Whiteout? Oh, no, that wasn't a child actor. That was Mike Nesmith of the Monkees. That's mo- right. That's his right. His mother. Yeah, okay. I was like, I, that's one of those things where I was reading. I was like, huh? I had to read the paragraph like 10 times because I'm like, why is it hurting my brain? Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, the monkeys guy. Oh, God, we so need to do the monkeys movie head. Now, that is... <laughs> now, you talk about a bizarro movie. Oh, yeah? my gosh. Yeah, written by Jack Nicholson on acid. It's amazing. Yeah, he was one of the writers of that movie. Is yeah. that true? All it's that? It's for real. Wow. I'm not lying this okay. time. Okay, we can yeah. do that. Yeah, Jack Nicholson wrote that thing, and it was basically done to <laughs> kill the monkeys' career, and damn it, it sure as hell did. We should, well, we could... um. We should have like a poll up and say like which one of these terrible movies oh, do you God, think we should yeah, do and, like, and then people could pick. Like I, I I know how to make polls. I'll try and do it. Yeah, let's do that. Because you got the monkeys head head. head. What about that one with Brian Wilson? I actually really like Two Lane Blacktop. Oh, no, that's with Dennis Wilson. That's, that's a Dennis good Wilson. one. I love yeah, that movie. That I have a, the criterion of that. Yeah, I that's love awesome. That movie. And and James Taylor, the other uh, the other singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the both once and done. They both yeah. were in that once, and they're like, eh, I'm going to go back to singing, because this isn't really my thing. Yeah, directed by, by Monty Hellman from a Corman fame, one of his uh, young protégés. We should do, like, we should have a poll up, and, like, have really, like, three really bad ones, and then, like, Titanic as the fourth one, or, like, or, you know, something like... Uh, or Titanic 3D, which is playing around the corner over there. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not saying that this show's worth eight bucks I'd have to pay to see <laughs> Titanic in 3D. I'd like to see Titanic 2, Electric Boogaloo, myself, but... Uh, <laughs> Titanic 2 is an actual movie on Netflix. <laughs> yes, it is. I have it in my queue. I, I didn't haven't, believe I haven't watched <laughs> I was like, this time it's back and it's personal. I'm like, yes, Titanic 2. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah. like the, I like how every bad sequel is called Electric Boogaloo. Like, no matter yeah. what, uh, no matter what, you have to throw it on at the end. It's yeah, like, and it's funny because somebody asks me, what's Titanic 2? What's it about? Oh, gee, I don't know. Maybe a six <laughs> ship sinks or something. I don't know. <laughs> they should tell, like, a retelling from the iceberg's point of view. Like, yeah, it was just right. floating around with its kids, and, like, this big ch- ship tried to kill it. Yeah. And luckily, he, he, it won. It won. Yeah, that, that's Titanic 2. <laughs> it's like, take that, you dumb ship. 
And, and did you see these interviews they had with the actors Kate Winslet and we should just make fun of movies instead of actually doing reviews let's just sit and make fun of everything on every show no they had Kate Winslet on TV the other day and she was bagging on 3D and she oh I hate that movie I can't watch it this is a really great promotion for it you know yeah, thank, thanks honey Thanks. We were going to make another couple hundred thousand, but or hundred million. But yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, it's James Cameron is busy, like going down to the bottom of the sea, and she's like bagging on his new movie. That's awesome. Yeah, good call. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, this is this is in a roundabout way. This all leads to the thing. Yes, it does. And that we're going to stop talking about funny things and talk about the thing. Yeah, which is not funny. Actually, when I, I rewatched it last night, I I didn't believe it or not, I didn't have it in my collection. I was like, what the hell was I thinking? I had the original one, but I didn't have the the um, 1982 version, the Carpenter version. So I was like, okay. So I went up and bought it up at Best Buy. And they have it like you can buy the extended supercut DVD for 9.99, or you can buy the Blu-ray for 9.99. I bought the Blu-ray. It has all the same crap. Who cares? You know, I, I don't really ever listen to commentation. Like, I don't listen to the commentator stuff. Really? Well, I do sometimes, but I listen to it if it's somebody in the movie. The ones that I really hate are with, like, noted historian, you know, uh, oh, you know like Harry Jones. And there's a guy, like, well, they like, didn't have uh, this guitar in 1965, so it's just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, who cares, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't buy a movie for the commentary. Yeah. So, but anyway, I bought it, and I, and I was sitting on it, because I, I requested the 2011 one from my library, because I was going to have a sit down and watch all three of them right in a row kind of a thing. Well, that didn't pan out because the the one from the library didn't come in in time. Hmm. And I remembered enough of the original one, so I was like, ask for it. So I just watched this one for the show, um, rewatched it. And I forgot what a gripping, like, suspenseful, awesome movie this was. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, the whole time, you were, you're really like, it's shot well, it's eerie. It's like when that, like the first scene when that got, when the Norwegians are shooting at this dog. Like, first scene, there's this dog just barrel-assing across the, Atl uh, the uh, Antarctica. Right, right, right. And there's just a helicopter and some guy yelling and shooting at it with a, with a sniper rifle. Right. And from, you don't know what's going on. You wonder, why is this guy taking target practice on the fact, dog? the first time I saw that, I didn't even... I saw the UFO in the beginning. And yeah, I didn't that's think, the very beginning. I yeah. didn't think anything of it. I thought they were just putting, like, something funny in the front. Or, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it had any relevance. And then, like, later on, you're like, huh, that wasn't just some dumb thing. No. You know, because I didn't, I didn't get it the very first time I saw it, you know. Yeah, and the original, they just find it, you know, buried in the uh, snow. Or yeah, and I think the original was in the North Pole. Uh-huh. This was in Antarctica. Yeah, same story, but whatever. Actually, British Columbia, from what I read, but yeah. close enough. Most of it was on Alaska. the soundstage in yeah. L.A., yeah, sure. Because no we both read the same bullshit about this. Yeah, I can yeah, tell because, yeah. like, like you read the forty-five pages of stuff on uh, IMDb, yeah. and, and that's it. So we can sound knowledgeable. Yes, but anyway, so the first part, the first scene, you you just like, what is this? And for some reason, what was that one that was called like, uh, the the frozen caveman or something? Wait up! The beginning of this one reminded me of one that was called like. Where they, where like this caveman comes out of nowhere and, like oh. in modern times. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah, I can't think of the title of the movie. And now, it's like, yeah. And the, and the, the the opening is very similar. I mean, there's not somebody shooting at him, but for some reason it made me think of that. Right. Moving on. Right. So, the Norwegians like the dogs barrel ass in a way, and it's like one of those huskies, you know. And it's and, it, and then the, this guy gets serious. They land, 
This Norwegian dude takes a gets a, a hand grenade. He's this is over, you know. Right. And right, he's yeah. very almost like nut job intent on killing this thing. Mm-hmm. And at this point, you're like. Well, this is a little bit crazier than just some dude wanting to shoot a dog for fun. Yeah, like, right. you know, he's not going all Michael Vick on him. He's just like, this is like, he, I went there. He's you now this guy really has to kill this dog, and 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 he takes this grenade and he goes to lob it, and he wah wah, it flings behind him. Right, right, yeah. And this sends off the whole crate, the whole helicopter just it blows the hell out of this whole thing. I don't think they showed it close up, did they? Like, I don't think they showed the helicopter no. blowing no. up. No, they showed it from a far shot, but, yeah. yeah. The model. Yeah, the model. <laughs> a so, nice model. Yeah, you know. So, then the drunk Kurt Russell and all these other people kind of come stumbling out because they show this is, now they're at the U.S. Mm-hmm. Antarctic base. Right, right. So, they kind of come out like, what the hell is all this about? And one of the Norwegians was still firing. Like, the what, the guy that first jumped off the thing is still shooting at the dog. The dog. And he hits a guy. Yeah, he hits one of the American guys. Like, yeah. which I had a trouble. I had trouble understanding what what is an American base? These aren't soldiers. No, I think they were like uh, either scientists, Research, or researchers, because the, they show them getting high and they show yeah, them, like, right. the dude's always like, smoking yeah. uh, uh, smoking weed, and the other guy's always drunk. You know, and you're like, well, this isn't any. You know, this isn't like any platoon I've ever seen, so I yeah, don't know. Yeah, the guy's what... playing chess with, like, this old-school computer there, <laughs> whose voice was already Adrian Barbeau, by the way, who was nice. married to John Carpenter at the time. Nice. Is yeah. that the one from... Swamp Thing and Maud. Wasn't she the Wasn't she the one uh, in, in Escape, from Mala- or Escape from New York? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, the one that was like, yeah, yeah, wow, yeah, right. so hot. Yeah, yeah. Hot as hell. Mrs. So, Carpenter at the time. Yeah, yeah. crazy. So... So this guy shoots one of the Americans and keeps going, like, Terminator style. And he's, like, just not doing nothing but shooting and shooting and shooting. And then one of the American guys pot shots him from a broken window. Right. He does the old cowboy knock out a window. Right. One shot, blam, right through the eye. When, That's did you right. See? It was in the eye because when they go to the other scene, you see him, like, by ball. Yeah, bye. one eye. And I was like, damn, that is hardcore. Like, one shot. He's like, no, that rapid fire crap. He pulls out an old school six shooter. Right, right through yeah. his eye. And by the way, that dog was really good at, at like, uh, you know, missing those bullets, man. He was <laughs> he was badass at that. <laughs> I think it was hauling ass, too. I'm like, man, that's a fast dog, you know. <laughs> and he must have fired, like, 50 rounds into that. I'm like, this guy's a sucky shot, and that dog's really fast. It's the first <laughs> things you understand, you don't know. But you don't know why this is all important. No, no. And I had forgotten, because I had seen it, and I completely mm. forgot. I knew, I knew what was going to happen, but I didn't know this was the... Pre- Prelim, I had forgotten right. about Right, that, yeah. that's the first thing that you notice. It grabs you. Like, th- yeah. that's what, this movie, like, grabs you, and either you're paying attention or you're lost behind. Right. Like, oh, yeah. like it kind of, like, you have to watch this from start to finish, the way it's edited, the way it's shot. It's perfect. And they never get an answer about this dog because the, the helicopter blows up and the other guy got shot in the eye. Yes, right. And that's yeah. it. The only one left from this whole scene was the Americans and the dog. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, what the hell was that about? You know, and they run out and they put this flaming wreckage out. And and then they're like, oh. Yeah, they bring what? the guy in. And like, yeah, you know, and they're like, what the hell? And then the they, dog comes in too. dog comes in just sitting there. And then a lot of shots from this point on are from the dog's That's point of right. view. And that dog looks kind of like thoughtful, like he's thinking and looking around or whatever. There's that one scene when that helicopter lands, when it came back, because they went to the Norwegian base. Mm-hmm. And that's when they find this. They originally just find the tomb and this burned up. Oh, when they went to investigate the Norwegian yeah, remember? The, okay, yeah, because yeah, oh, yeah. now now they're like, look, we got to go to this yeah, Norwegian right. base and say like, what? Why'd you? 
Why'd we kill your guys? And of course, of course, Kurt Russell says, "Okay, I'll fly and whatever." And yeah, so they go, and it's just Kurt Russell and the one other guy, the mm-hmm. doctor. Yeah, right. I forget that. We neither of us are going to know. Where was his name? I'm not sure. I'm oh, not Blaine. Sure. Blaine. Okay. Blaine. That's right. Okay. But we could be wrong. I'm going to pull up. Nope, it's Blaine. Doctor okay. Blair. Dr. No, Doctor Blair. You're Blair. right. Okay. But that's not who went with him because that's Wil- Wilford Brimley is Doctor. Yeah, Wilford Brimley was was Doctor Blair. Yeah, um, he was the guy who did the investigation when they came back. Was it Palmer? Who cares? Doesn't I think matter. So. Yeah. Anyway, they go, You're gonna they, get, go, they go to the Norwegian. We're not going to refer to hardly any names because there are too many. too many names and they're all dudes. And like, and you guys need to see the movie anyway. <laughs> exactly. It's so available. Bear with us. So you know, Kurt Russell and some other dude go to the go to the Norwegians' camp. And they find this horribly mutated, burned up body. Right. And, and, they, and they also, this place is trashed. Like, I think they get some video footage. Yeah, they, they find the video recorder. And they also, they find a guy who's cut his own throat. Yeah, he committed suicide. He right. committed suicide by a straight rager across his throat. And the blood froze down and everything. It was pretty gruesome. That's the other thing you noticed. And I agree. This is a damn gory... This is a gooey movie. Yeah, meaty. This, Very meaty. This is a lot of that kind of splatter fest. Rob Bottin was a special effects guy. Yeah. He was a Rick Baker protege, so yeah. And for the 80s? This yeah. Is, this is out there for the 80s. I mean, now compared to like Saw and stuff, the torture porn that's out there now, this is nothing. And this is no CGI either. Yeah, yeah. This is straight this up, This is you real know. meat and real, uh, <laughs> you know, explosions in the whole nine yards. When they did the autopsy of the alien, I... Yeah, when he sticks his hand in, I there, read it. Like, that that's actual um, animal organs. I bet he did, and the and because because uh, Carpenter said the only one that didn't flinch was Wilford Brimley, because he was a cowboy, so he didn't have like he grew up oh. on a farm and he was a cowboy, in real life, so you know animal intestines and stuff doesn't make you flinch after a while and parts is parts, yeah, man. exactly. So he was he was the tough one out of all these other like masculine guys. Oh, and I'm sure it stunk too. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Yeah. Anyway, this is like gory, and there's a lot of slurp, like slurping, slopping noise. You know, like like those noise where you're going, and you're like, ah, oh, come on, man. You know, like so. Anyway, and and there's yeah. a big difference between this and the other one because in the earlier one, the monster was basically he needed blood. So he was killing people for blood. He was a vegetable. And this one's a little bit different as yeah, Ma yeah. will it will let yeah. you know. So this one, uh, yeah. So they go and they find this and they're like, well, we don't know what's going on. They find this video recorder and some papers. The, 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 the other guy's like, we got to take these papers. It might be something important. Right. Even they're all written in Norwegian, but whatever. Yeah. So. This they, is before Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they fly back. And the whole time they're landing, this dog they show this dog peering out of the window, like watching what they brought back. Yeah. <laughs> and this dog is looking really intent. I don't know, the extra on the other side of the window that was doing googly faces or whatever must have been really good at his job because this dog just stared. Uh-huh, yeah. And he just kept watching and watching. And then he kind of walks down and he, like he's watching the whole time. So the way it was shot, like as soon as the helicopter lands, it switches to... The dog view. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of goes back to where they show the dog and it goes back to... So, so you know, the dog's the one watching this, you know. Yeah, it's, it's his very, point of view. Yeah, it's very eerie. Yeah, you know? and the dog's kind of eerie, too, the way he looked, the blue eyes and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So they come in, they're like, well, look what we found, all this, you know, we f- they put in the videotapes and they're like, they're talking about how trashed it was, you know. They do the autopsy with all the... Yeah, yeah that, that... It looks... Squishy looks, sounds like we were talking and it, about. And the face is like 
two mutated two guys or something. Two faces or two or three things trying to come out of one body. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's kind of it's really tortured and 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 horrible looking. Right. You know, they brought that with too. Like so they found that they it was burned up outside of the camp so they brought it back. So what the Norwegians set this thing on fire. Mhm. So now they now that business as usual, they kind of go back to stuff. Their their interest is piqued about this, but I mean, it kind of slips back into normal day life. Right, and they put remember they put the dog in the can. Yeah, finally, the, well, the dog they're they're just playing cards and drinking and stuff, and then the dog he's like, why isn't the dog in the kennel? Right. So then, what what explain that scene because that's a pretty. Yeah, <laughs> well, he puts the dog in the kennel, and then like they're all like go back to their own business, and you all of a sudden you see like the dog, and he's just like all of a sudden his face like splits into four, and you're going like, huh? <laughs> and then, like, all of a sudden, you see the other dogs are, like, screaming and barking, and dogs, like, the thing's mutating out of the dog, and it's, like, attaching itself to the other dogs. Yeah. With these little tentacles. Tentacles, yeah, yeah. And that sound. The squishing. Well, no, and the... The, the, the high-pitched the, the, the thing. cicala. Yeah, 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 right. It sounds like those cicala bugs that scream. Oh, God, yeah. And they, and they like, layered it with other crap. Yeah, it's a very weird sound. It it really kind of goes through you. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> if you got like a really nice sound system. Yeah, and I yeah. sure do. And you sure do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I you know there's five speakers of weirdness raining down on me when I'm listening watching this thing. I'm like, yeah. So it's damn. like they go in there and investigate, right? And when they see what's going on, they burn, they burn the dog. Uh-huh, yeah. And the other dogs too, because the other dogs are all tortured and gnarled looking, and they're becoming mutated. Yeah, this is a rough scene. Yeah, I mean, honestly. If you look at it now, they're a little on the fake looking side. They would probably do a better effects now, but it's still rough to look at. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Tough. And so um, now they're like, "What is this thing?" Because now the cat's out of the bag. Right. They they've seen this like creature, and they torched it, but they didn't see the one get away. Yeah, that's right. There was one that did get away. Yeah, yeah like right before they lit it up, because this is like in the outside at night in the Antarctic. Right. So Kurt Russell's walking out with a flamethrower apparently, and he just like lights this thing up. He burns it up, and but in the background, one of them crawls up into like the air vents or whatever. Because now it looks kind of like a crawdad or something, mm-hmm. like not really, but kind of. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. So kind of, sort of, yeah. yeah. So now at this point, they discover like the doctor does some the doctor does some uh, experiments, and it's like, well, anything that this touches, it can it'll reproduce. Right. It, it duplicates it, and you don't know who it is. Yeah. It just becomes you, and you don't even know it or yeah. whatever. So, and they show this. The, the one thing I was like, huh? They, this computer is showing this readout, and even computers now wouldn't be able to do it. Like, it's like percentage of people, the percentage that somebody is already infected, and said 75%. And then it said, oh, you know, if this reaches um, the rest of the Earth, Hours till total domination is like twenty seven thousand. Yeah, they said something like if it gets into the uh, in, into the population within three days or something, it'll take over the world. Right, like it would just keep replicating, and no one would ever be able to stop it. So at this at this point, um, there everyone's kind of really suspicious of everyone else. Yeah, and, from now on. Yeah, from now on, and then and Wilford Brimley goes apeshit and just starts trashing everything. Yeah, didn't they go somewhere and do something? And then when they came oh, back, they caught right. trash right. in the that's place. Right. They went. They saw the video, and the video of the Norwegian things showed their discovery. And what they found was the an, uh, the UFO. Right on. Right. 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 Yeah. So Kurt Russell's like, "I'm going," 
And then two other people went with him. They were like, I'm going too. So he takes his helicopter and he flies to where this is. And they jump down and they find this uh, UFO. And they're like, from the depth of ice, it's it's been here for a a hundred thousand years or something, something like that. that yeah so, so in that beginning scene when the when the spaceships coming to earth that happened a long time ago right yeah it, and then the, the norwegians basically uncovered it when they found it in the north they pole. just found it yeah, yeah they just found it so yeah. like the, the, this earth what you didn't realize in the beginning shot because literally that one in the beginning of the ufo it's like quick four seconds it's quick yeah and, and you can't tell that it's augering in either obviously it was distressed so it crashed froze over and this thing was frozen in the in the antarctic for a hundred thousand years they cut it out thawed it and it was still alive so right. it can freeze it just can't burn right in the original so, they found a, a a human a humanoid and they put it in the uh, i think they brought it into their laboratory and and they they were going to put a blanket over it to cover it but they, they unfortunately put an electric blanket over it and covered it and then it froze it, it it thawed and the and and the James Arnest the monster, so there is a big difference, but there are a lot of similarities. Right, same story, much different envisioning of it. Supposedly, this one's more close to the original story, who goes there by Joseph Campbell than yeah. the first one. Yeah, you're, you're right. And the other one was, you know, this is a fifty sci-fi. It, yeah, much different, you know. So, at this point, everyone's very paranoid and like, and they lock Brimley up. Yeah, yeah. Um, they come back. After they discover this thing, and like yeah, then then um, like yeah, then then he they're standing there talking about this, and they're like they keep on saying where's Brim, where's um, Blaine, where's where's Blair, where's Blair, and Blair is Wilfred Brimley, and it turns out he was just going and trashing things. He destroyed the helicopter, he destroyed the tank or the the tractor, uh-huh. and then when they, when they got to him, he was in there ha- taking an axe to like. Computers, the right? computers, and and all the communications. Didn't he stuff. kill the dogs too? Or yeah, he, he killed the he dogs. Killed dogs. He killed too, everything. Yeah. Uh, not not killed everything, but he he knocked out everything. Yeah. Because of his discovery, he went nuts because he realized that it's the end of the world if this thing escapes Escapes, the Arctic. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> supposedly. So, here we are, and one by one, we got we're gonna kind of condense this part because we're running a little bit long. Basically, you know, one one by one. They they're suspecting each other and getting more and more paranoid and um, I forget who got knocked off. A couple of people got killed. Um, well, the one guy, uh, the one guy who Richard Mazer, who was like, uh, remember I, I think um, they went out again. Kurt Russell went out again, and then somebody on an expedition and the, and the other guy saw like a shirt with his name and he locked him out, right, saying that right. like, oh, he's a He's, he's one of them. And when he comes back, he's like, you know, take, takes over the place with a flamethrower. <laughs> That's right, and all the dynamite. And all the dynamite. See, they, they, they turn on, at the end, there's a lot we're jumping over, but, you know, it's very... I mean, they t- remember the, the, the yeah. good scene is where he comes back yeah. after they throw, they locked him out, and he starts, like, testing them for the, uh, yeah. with the beakers for the, uh, well, to see who's infected. At first, they infected. think he's, at first, they think he's one because of a yeah. tore-up shirt. Um, and what happens was when this thing goes into a person... It rips the clothing. Right. So they found this ripped clothing, and they thought it, he was one of them. Well, he comes back, and in in Kurt Russell fashion, he's oh, yeah. holding a, a block of dynamite and a, and, a, and a flamethrower, and he's like, any of you get near me, we're all dying. And he's, like, pushed it a couple of times, like, going real close to it. Yeah. Because they were trying to grab him. 
Yeah. You know? So he ties them all up and yeah. starts testing them, even though they're like, you know, what, you know. Yeah. And one of one of the guys turns out to be a right. monster, and they torch he him. He figures out a way to 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 test it by taking your blood. Uh, that was another rough scene where they each show them have to cut yeah. their fingers. And I was like, why wouldn't they just cut like their arm? Nah. Like they, like they took the scalpel to get a, a what are those called petri dish? Yeah. To get a petri dish of blood, and they took the scalpel. And they would go, they'd thumb. do like a, a moon across the front of their thumb and squeeze out blood. And I'm like, I would have been like, just here, cut my forearm. <laughs> I don't use my forearm to like pick things up every day, all day. You know, like I would have said, cut me here or something, you know, but they they weren't listening to much. So, and, and, just, and there was a snowstorm going yeah, on around this time. Yeah, too. a snowstorm, limited resources, limited light. Everything. Everything was like kind of falling apart. The wh- wheels were coming off the oh, wagon, you know. Yeah. And uh, w- Wilford Brimley's having diabetes up in his shack. You know, like they had locked him out because they thought he was going to... Yeah, they locked him out because they thought he was insane. He was going to yeah. trash the place or whatever, you know. And uh, so... This, so they test the one guy, yeah. and he turns out well, to how be they, like... How, how is he testing? He, they they just put the... Look to me like what they did was they took the piece Petri of, ditch... And a piece of copper wire. They piece took, of, and, the, and a hair dryer or some... No, no, no. That was the tip of the flamethrower. That was the tip of the... That's right, but it wasn't yeah. that full black. No, no. That's just, just like, like that pilot light. Right. It looked like a, looked like a hair dryer. <laughs> so he, he like... He heats the... Kurt the Russell's motor. sitting there like stewing. Yeah. With the, and like talking like about stuff as he's like... With this uh, piece of thick cable of copper wire and a flamethrower. And he's like, I didn't think so, Doc. Like, he's suspecting everyone. Like, he's as nuts as everyone else. And he would, like, he would like make uh, make the copper wire really hot, and then he would put it in the dish. Right. And if it just went, that means you weren't an alien, because the, the blood would try to scatter or try to escape. Well, yeah, if he hit it, the one thing, like, that that scene freaked me out. It's like, he hit the thing, all of a sudden, boom, it's like it blew up, and I was like, whoa. Oh, with that weird animal. Yeah, and then you find out it was one of the guys there. Yeah, one of the guys was not It was like, all of a sudden, he starts, like, you know, popping out of his, you know, head. (laughs) That was very... Total Recall-ish. Remember when, like, in Total Recall, when they were on the, on the on the surface and their eyes were popping out and they looked really weird? That's what that guy and we, looked and we, like. And we forgot that other scene where they were doing, like, uh, I don't know if it came before or after, I can't remember right now, where they're doing the autopsy on the guy. All of a sudden, his innards open up and they oh, eat the guy's God. hand. That was, like, bizarro, man. And that was the only time, yeah, there, the, 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 the stomach of this guy that they were doing an autopsy opens up and clamps down, like, jaws and clamps down and tears the doctor's hands off. Yeah. And that was one of the only times where I said, mm, that looks very cheesy in 80s. Like, <laughs> like they could redo that part. You know what I mean? Like, there wasn't much else I would think they would have to reshoot or make better. Right. Th- that was one of the special effects where I was like, eh, you yeah. know, a little, little dated. A little too much. L- little, little, just a little, like, weird. It looked like plastic jaws kind of. Looked, opening and closing. I was it like, looked like the plant from uh, Little Shop of Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, 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 like yeah. the the 50s version of not the not the newer one. No, 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 the 50s Foreman. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he tests the one guy. He turns into like a creature. He kills another guy, and then like after that guy's dead, all of a sudden it's like everybody's really getting more paranoid. And one of the guys, guy Gink, had a I think had a scalpel. And he goes and he's turn and he tries to throw it at uh, Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell turns around like a cowboy and just like blast him with the yeah and it turns him. out and it, yeah it turns out that that guy wasn't wasn't uh, wasn't he wasn't infected he was okay yeah he shot him but the guy came at him with a, with a scalpel so Kurt Russell just blew his head off you know he shot him and so meanwhile two other guys are tied up and they're going like you killed an, an innocent guy or whatever yeah. so it gets even worse so. oh yeah 
At any rate, you know, I guess at that point they're like, uh, they find out everybody else seems to be okay. Yeah, there's one guy, and they flipped out. Well, then they go up to, now, okay, now they now it's just kind of like fortify the, the fort. Right. And let's, you know, try and make it. Well, they go up, and they discover Wilford Rimley has escaped. Yes. <clears throat> he's tunneled. Yeah. Well, obviously he's tunneled to some place that's been under, they've been doing that for a long time. Like, yeah. And, he, and he's trying to build a spaceship too, or something like that. It looked like yeah, the parts. Or yeah, he was, he was he was making a spaceship, and it was apparent like that they were, he was probably in that he was probably assimilated but long before the oh, dog I see came. What you're talking about like this was going on for a long time. The dog just was just another byproduct. Another of it. An, like yeah, he like I think he was thought out and doing this before. And I gotcha. Did, that's. The one thing about this, and even the director and the actors say, you don't know. There, there's no resolution to any of this. Like, this is one of those movies that you don't know who was infected when. You don't know when Paranoia. anything happened. You know, it's just one of those where you're watching, you're like, wow, when did that happen? Or how did that happen? Or there's not a whole lot of answers. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. So, and Wilford Brimley's escaped. And so, and... They uh, blew up the generator, stole the generator. Right. At this point, it's very apparent. There ain't nobody leaving alive. this one alive. Kind of like so, Jim Morrison. No one yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, or Easy Rider. Yeah. So, uh, except the Chuckle to Hicks, I guess they got away. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, we digress. <laughs> yeah, we digress. So, they get this great idea. There's three guys left. We're, well, let's wire this place to go. And, and you know what's funny? Two of the guys are uh, black guys. That's right. No, no. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. No, yeah. it was the one. It was the cook, and it was, I forgot what the other no, guy No, no, no. The other guy was the the one that shot the Norwegian. Uh, No, I think he got killed by the, uh, he got killed by the the guy, for the, the oh, beaker oh, oh, monster Oh, oh, oh right, 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 right. You're right. He okay. got killed by him. So, yeah, yeah. So, it's Kurt Russell and the one guy, the one black guy that, like, hated him. Yes, yes. They hated the each cook. other. Yeah. You know, uh-huh. And the cook. And the cook, of course, predictably, he buys it. Yeah. You know, whatever. Because at this point, now, when the mo- when you do see the monster, this thing's large and in charge. Yeah. Like, it's it's fully big. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's had some time to assimilate whatever it needs to, and it's looked this big tentacle dog stomach yeah, plateau it, face it's, thing. It's like, some kind of mutation. Yeah, it's crazy. And um, and Kurt Russell blows him up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, basically he, he, they blow up the whole place. Yeah, you know? and then I mean, yeah, they blow smithereens. They, you know, he threw the dynamite, yelled the some curse words, and it, it blows yeah, that's up. That's right. Yeah, and it was very cool. And you think he's the only one left at that point, right. and the other guy shows up, and uh, you're like, hmm, wait a minute, where did he come from? And the other thing you have to wonder is he was out, of, he came out of nowhere. Yeah. And the whole thing, the reason that they stole the generator is, and Kurt Russell said this. Um. It can be frozen forever. It can't be burned alive. Like right. to live, it can just it can just wait until it's frozen, and then someone will find them and thaw them out, and it reproduces. Right, exactly. So the monster switched gears to say, "Look, <laughs> humans will die. I'm gonna just freeze, and then when I'm thawed out in however many years, I'm just gonna take over the world." Right, right. So it's it's preserving itself. It's it's living by killing everyone. It just can't be burned. So that's why Russell blew the whole place up. And then they go, well, I guess this is, or he he, he says something cryptic, basically, you know, this is the end That's or whatever. That's it for us, yeah. That's it for us. They each take a slug off some J&B whiskey and, and uh, yeah. fade to black. 
You know. Did you did you read the same thing I did where they were supposedly shot a happy ending where they get rescued at the end, but it didn't either either it didn't test well or they just decided against it. I didn't read that, but I can yeah. see why it was much better. That that ending was much better. Just yeah. going to black because that it also leads you to think. Okay, was that black guy one of them? Exactly, that's what I was thinking. It could yeah. that could be he came out of nowhere. Thing too, yeah. the electric boogaloo. Right now, yeah, right. we we could write it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just started yeah, exactly because because that guy, yeah, he kind of comes out of nowhere. You're like, where was this guy at? Yeah, you he know? was supposed to be part of the you know the guys that were could have been assimilated and yeah. So yeah. and then if they did freeze to death, yeah, that's could it. Be. It could could be the end. So overall. Really fun movie, really good movie. Um, I can't really say enough good about this movie. I mean, it's it's one of my favorites in a genre that I'm not too keen on. Well, it is sci-fi. Yeah, I mean, it's some sci-fi, but it's, it's very gory, you yeah. know, very and, kind of... Yeah, I wanted to mention that music by Ennio Morricone, who did The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, and yes. hundreds of other soundtracks. God. One of the greatest soundtracks. That's one of the greatest soundtracks of ever all made. Time, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done tons of them, too. You know. That movie and that soundtrack are... Oh yeah, are, off the, off are, the chart is yeah say. exactly. There was no chart for that one. Yeah, you know, I, I am. A, I have a good soft spot for spaghetti westerns. Maybe that's what we should do next. Yeah, Death, I think Death so. rides a horse, or uh, or maybe uh, Django with the co- carrying the coffin oh, around. I and love Franco that Nero. one. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Okay, that's it. We're gonna do that one next. Spaghetti, spaghetti. Next. <laughs> yeah, we're coming back. We're we're coming hard with the uh, the spaghetti western next week. I, I like them too because some of them I, I have a few of them. There's like. Sartana meets uh, Django in the, uh, you know, they, uh, Bolorama, Slimeball Bolorama. What I found out with uh, researching why the hell this was called Django Unchained, Django was... The Tarantino, like, you're yeah, talking yeah, about yeah. the new one. Django was just a, a phrase that they just added. Oh. It's like a meaningless, garbled, you know, it might as well be like saying chop suey or, you know, like kung fu. You know how like ninja versus Shaolin kung fu? Yeah. It could be ninja versus Shaolin Django. It, it's just a... Okay. It just means spaghetti western, or it just means you know like. It's funny because the theme song Django. <laughs> maybe it sounded good to whoever doing the soundtrack. Or He's like, I, I can't know. get anything to fit. Clango, Stango, Django, Django, run! We're going with it. Well, We're going with Django. Well, actually, from from my bizarro mind of like uh, recollection, remember there was a famous guitar player in the 1930s called Django Reinhardt. Yeah. Who was a jazz uh, early jazz guy, but he was a European jazz guy. He, he was like really all over the place. And wasn't he? his deal was that he had two fingers fused, so he could do all these wacky chords on the guitar. But he was a, he was a very famous guitar yeah. player. I bet you they got it from Django Reinhardt. Maybe maybe he had a coffin. Yeah, maybe he carried a coffin, the violin. Hey, I, I have a coffin shaped uh, guitar, guitar case. Oh, well, should I just should I drag it around behind me? Bring it to work. I'll just drag it behind me too, like really <laughs> ominously. Just it'll just be like I don't care. Just dragging around. Just bring it to work. <laughs> put it right next to your record player that you're gonna bring in there, <laughs> and I'll be fired in no time. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. It's my lunchbox. What are you talking about? This is my coffin-shaped lunchbox <laughs> and my and my record player with smoking jacket yeah. and bubble pipe. There you go. Your Hugh Hefner look smoking jacket. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, what widget would you like me to make next, doll? Smack, <laughs> smack somebody on the ass when they walk by. Oh, God. That's, those were the days. <laughs> that sure is a firing. Oh. So, okay, well, run out and get the new one, or get the John Carpenter thing. 
Get the original, too. You get the original. I am still going to watch the old one, and I'll probably wait on that sometime. When, when it comes uh, from the library, I'll watch it, and I'll just say, I'll throw a few words out if it's good, bad, and, and whatever. And then if somebody out there's seen the 2011, well, that's you can I mean. let us know. Yeah, that's the one I'm going to watch next. So. watch next? Okay. I mean, not for the next show, but just to watch it. Just to, just to so, talk about Okay. It. If you are still listening, and I hope you are, thank you for your viewer mail, uh, and I hope you all write to us. V-E-N-B-O-N-E at hotmail.com and you can say uh, Slow Robot or say something in the, in the subject line if you have a movie you think we should watch yeah. please send it to us if you have comments or concerns please send them to us yeah. and if you're mean I will just delete it so don't do that no don't do that be nice cause yeah. we, we love you yes and I have very hard, hard feelings no I have um, soft emotions soft, soft spot I have a soft spot that for B movies, yeah, for B movies. <laughs> wow, I, I, B movie soft spot Django, Kung Fu, a go go. Uh, so yeah, check out two two dimensions podcast. Two dimension podcast. Check out bunchofdorks.com, and if you want to read all about my year in, abroad and what led up to that, you can go to kimchiagogo.wordpress.com, and we will see you next week. See ya. <laughs>